Hi folks, this is uh, Jack here with another edition of the uh, Modern Theist Podcast. And I'll apologize in advance today, you may get some duck sounds and some goose sounds. Hopefully not as bad as episode one was. But uh, my plan to uh, to keep the ducks occupied elsewhere has failed. They see their pools getting filled and this is the time I have to do this. So uh, they're on their way and, and riding in small groups. So the quacking and honking are my ducks and geese. So what are we going to talk about today in episode four of the Modern Deist Podcast? We are going to talk about the concepts of panantheism, pantheism, and pandeism. And uh, I want you to understand as I, as I explain these that these individual philosophies all are like, kind of like think about the atom, like, oh, there's only three parts to it. And then you break it open and then there's a quark and there's a Higgs boson and God knows what else in there. It, 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 there's multi-layers to all of these things. So I'm going at the very macro level, the, the very top level, uh, to just give you a basic understanding so you can decide what in this, these different belief systems makes the most sense to you as you explore your own walk as a deist or your own walk as you examine deism and determine whether or not it's something for you. So let's start out with panantheism and pantheism, and then that'll make talking about pantheism a lot, more, uh, a lot, lot easier to do. So pantheism is the belief that basically the universe is God. You're God, I'm God, everything is God. The duck in front of me looking at me right now while I talk, wondering who's he talking to, is God. The tree that I have my hand on is God. The grapevine that I planted that's growing up it is God. The plastic kiddie pool is God. The rock is God. Everything is God. And everything should be looked at as God. And everything should be revered. We are all one, uh, very, very similar to many of the Eastern faiths. And that that's just the way that it is. And it's just been that way. It's, it's, it's always been that way. That the universe is eternal. Um, there could be something like the Big Bang in pantheism. They would just say that's just part of the cycle. There was something before that. We just don't know what it is. We haven't figured out how to see it yet. Who knows? Maybe it's all a repetitive cycle. Maybe everything expands to a point. And then kind of like the universe is breathing, it all collapses back to a point and then it comes back out again. We don't know. But... Basically, it's an eternal view. It's very similar to what many cosmologists actually believe that, that, that have issues with the Big Bang. Well, there was something before it, and there just is, okay? And, and that's it. And again, there's tons of writing on it, tons of information on it, tons of philosophy built around it. Uh, it's much deeper than that, but, but that's the basics. So the difference then with panantheism is now just think of... Pantheists seeing the compared to the, the Christian religion that there's the spirit. It exists in all things, but it doesn't ever exist anywhere in one place. There's no deity. There's no God. There's no singularity. There's no there's no assemblage point. There's no place where it all comes together. So a panantheist believes everything a pantheist does, except they also believe that there's let's say and again back to the Trinity. There's God the Father even though they don't call him that. And I'm just using it for an analogy. So the panantheist says, God is in the universe. God likely created the universe. But there's a place where there's an assemblage. There, or God exists above and beyond the universe. This is what we see here, but there's even more. And God sees all. So even if we could map the universe, even if we knew what dark matter and dark energy was and could determine everything that we can see, as far into eternity as is possible, there's still more, and God is in that too. So, and God exists as some sort of assemblage, okay? 
So that's panentheism versus pantheism. Now, pandeism. Pandeism believes that there was God as a deity, as an assemblage point, as a singularity, as something. And then God created the universe with himself or itself, and now God no longer exists as that deity. So there was a deity, there was God, and now God has become this. So they believe exactly what the pantheist believes. The the universe is to be revered. God is in all things. God is in me. God is in you. And God does not exist separate and apart. There is no father in relation to the spirit, if you want to think of it that way. Okay, The watchmaker who made the watch that is creation is in the watch and no longer exists as the maker. Okay, And so, in essence, God destroyed himself to create the universe. This is actually very similar to the Kabbalistic view of the origins of the universe. And this is the mystical side of Judaism. And the Kabbal, what they say is God, whatever God is, whatever God was, the unknowable, concentrated himself into a single point. And so concentrated himself into a single point that it exploded into all that is. Now, what's really amazing about that is it sounds very much like the Big Bang. And that that faith, that, that piece of Judaism, is hundreds and hundreds, actually, I think over a thousand years old. It's not as ancient as the whole Jewish faith. It's a something that came along, I believe, in the Middle Ages, somewhere around there, like 800, 1200, somewhere in the, that range. I could be wrong, but I know it doesn't go back to, like, you know, the times of the Torah and, and things like that. There's a, a, a period in time that the Kabbalistic component of Judaism came to being. I guess it doesn't really matter. As long as it was before we understood how the universe is shaped and, and, and had a theory of the Big Bang, they had a theory of the Big Bang. And that's that's that shows there can be some level of spiritual insight into probable reality. Now, you might ask, well, what do I believe? Well, I don't know what I believe. I'm a deist, so I believe in a God, a spirit, whatever. I believe that every single one of the theories that I just gave you could be right. And I don't think it's that important to choose one. Um, because they all still lead you to the same commonality of how to view the universe with reverence and to view other beings with reverence and to be moral and ethical. Because if I harm you, I'm harming myself. So I don't know that it's that important. Now, what I actually believe, I guess... If you wanted to put a label on it, what I would say is most probable, in my view, using logic and reason, so how to save it and say this, panandeism, right? So <laughs> I'm, I'm like a panantheist, not a pantheist, a panantheist, to believe God does exist and God did make the universe, which would then be basically a, a, a panantheist. So... To me, that's just a piece that just basically would fall under deism because you still believe in a deity. You see, I actually believe that most people in the world are some form of a deist. They just don't really know it. Or they have a major theism attached to their deism, right? So a Christian is a deist. Now, I'm not talking about Christian deists. We'll talk about that some other time. But I mean, a person that's a Bible-thumping uh, Southern Baptist is a deist. Do you believe in a deity? You're damn right I do. God above, right? So they're a deist, and then they attach theology to that 
that, that belief in God. Because even the most seemingly absurd believer in revealed religion has actually inferred, with logic and reason, that if I see the watch, there must be a watchmaker. They, they, they know that. And that's, in the end, when, when you hear them defend their faith, that's a big way that they'll defend it. Well, how did we get all of this stuff if there was no God? It sounds preposterous. And he's the same argument that a deist does, because at their core, they are a deist. So the, the beauty of deism to me is the complete freedom and the embracement of, of science and the scientific method. And when a physicist says, this is a theory, we don't go, oh, that can't be true because God says it's not. We'll look at it. We might decide that that, that theory doesn't hold water. It doesn't, that dog doesn't hunt, so to say, right? But we'll look at it with complete and total you know, reason and logic and say, let's see if this makes sense to me. Let's see if this new way of seeing things is valid. As a deist, we're not going to be the person that says, you know what, I, I don't believe in evolution. Man can't come from a monkey. We're going to say, hey, I don't know exactly how it all works, but there's a, there's a hell of a lot of fossil record to indicate that there, that there, there is some, something to this evolution stuff, right? Now, how exactly that happened, I don't know. Did God give it a little push somewhere along the way? Maybe. If not, why can't science replicate it? I don't know. And, and, but, but we'll look at it that way. And we'll, we'll say, well, both sides have valid points, and either side could be right, and we don't know yet, but logic and reason leads me this way for now. And so I, when I look at Dia's community, as small as it is, and I start seeing it try to cut itself up into, well, I'm a pandeist, I'm a panandeist, I'm a pantheist, I'm a biocentric deist, I'm a, whatever, um, I, 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 I think that would do us a disservice. There's power in numbers, and I believe the deist faith is probably about ready to come into its own with far more widespread acceptance. And we should all proudly stand under the umbrella of deist, defend our God as a good God. That's not the God that the, 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 the books of the people say murdered children. That's not what God does. That's not how God works. We should all carry the message of there is something more than what we see. We should all be part of that. We should be somewhat evangelical as deists, though not the way that word usually uh, it, it has connotations toward, not in people's face about it. But we should be willing to have conversations with people if they'll listen, if they'll talk to us. And we should be planting seeds, because I think this is the big thing that the evangelical Christians get wrong. When they see someone that doesn't believe as they do, they start quoting Bible verses to them and all, and they go for the, like if it's a sale, they go for the clothes right now, right? Like if you just pray this prayer with me, you'll be saved. Well, okay, I don't believe in your magic hocus pocus. I'm sorry, right? Uh, I just don't. And if that offends anybody listening, I'm sorry. Look, you don't get to play the hurt feelings card when it comes to the world of religion and faith. People can say they don't agree with you, and you have to be okay with that, or you're not solid in your faith. So that's your issue, not mine. But they, they go for that close, right? And I'm not saying all Christians, I'm saying, but you know the type I'm talking about. The type to walk around the mall and try to get somebody to pray the prayer with them that minute that they talk to them for the first time. Uh, believing that the, the, the magic spirit of God will lay down upon them. Where the best way to get someone to take in something that might completely and totally change their life is to, uh, is to plant a seed and go away. To say, well, I just think that, you know, if we look at this creation, there must be a creator, so I agree with it's a revealed religion person. So I agree with you that there's a God, but 
a lot of these other things don't make sense to me. And I've spent a long time researching them, and I don't believe in a God that kills children. But I do believe in a God that gave us all this. You should look into deism. Done. Done. That's it. Right? Because I, th- I, th- I think that there is a real opportunity to start waking people up. Because what I've seen uh, over the, the, the years is religion does a lot of good, religion does a lot of harm. And because of that, the atheists and the agnostics of the world have a huge pushback against religion. And you can understand why they feel that way. But in many ways, deism is the faith of the agnostic that the agnostic is, has not yet been exposed to. Um, most people that I find that claim to be atheists aren't even atheists. When I start talking, I say, you absolutely know there is nothing else. There is no God, there is no spirit, there's nothing. You know this for a fact. Well, no, I don't really know it, but I think, okay, so you're an agnostic. So you, you, people aren't even labeling themselves properly, and it's because of a desire to label oneself in the first place. Um, I use the label deist only so that other people will understand who I am and what I am when they want to know. I don't drive around with a de- you know, big giant deist. I'm a deist uh, tattooed on the back of my, my car or whatever. Um, the labeling thing, I think, is an issue. But, the, but describing it as a th- the way you think, I think, as a philosophy makes a lot more sense. So hopefully you enjoyed today's show. Um, again, I'd love to hear from you guys. Uh, I'm starting to get some comments on my YouTube channel and all. It's an interesting thing. I actually have a YouTube channel with uh, over 30,000 viewers um, for my primary podcast called The Survival Podcast, and I have not used any of those channels. I'm trying to build this this community of deism completely organically. I'm not using the existing apparatus that I have um, because I think it's just more genuine that way instead of like basically breaking off a piece of something you already have. I want to see what can be done. So I have like three subscribers to the, the YouTube channel. So if you're watching this on YouTube, please consider subscribing. And also realize if you're watching this on YouTube, you don't have to watch it on YouTube. You can actually listen to it as a podcast on iTunes. We are in iTunes already. If you search iTunes for D, uh, Modern DS Podcast, we'll come right up at the top. And you can subscribe to us there. We're also on Stitcher Radio. So if you use the Stitcher Radio app, you can listen to us there. And, of course, you can always find more information at moderndeist.org. And if you want to support the podcast, well, all you have to do is go to moderndeist.org and shop Amazon through the link at the top of the uh, page there that says Shop Amazon. So you do your Amazon shopping, you support our show and the work that we're doing here and the Modern Deist community, and it doesn't really cost you anything. It doesn't even really cost you that much time. Again, I wish you well. I'll be back soon with Episode 5. <laughs>